Welcome to the Witch's Healing Podcast. This is a show that helps you get back to the basics of your spiritual journey. I am your host, Moonstone Energy, spiritual wellness coach and entrepreneur. I am here to show you that the way out is within. Now let's get into this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Witches Healing Podcast. I am your host, and today I want to talk about what to do when you've broken your spiritual covenant and vows. Now, I was reading um, this book a while back, and the crazy thing is what I've noticed with my own practice is that I've experienced a lot, and I mean a lot of things from the time that I had my, I guess you could say, awakening up until now. And I think a lot of us have experienced so many different um, spiritual phenomenons, and we just don't know the proper terminology or what the word is for different things, but we know what it is. We just don't know what it, you know, what the term is. So um, I want to talk about spiritual vows and uh, covenants that you have. Now, when people speak on having a relationship with spirit, I want you to consider this. Not only are, you know, your servitor spirits or ancestors or whatever other spirits of place that you work with, they are of course spirits, but you yourself is a spirit. You are a spirit living a human experience essentially. So when I speak on vows, uh, a lot of the times when people initiate into different practices or any form of self-empowerment self, uh, ceremonies or anything like that, there is essentially a promise that you're making, not just to yourself, your spirit, but also to your deities, um, ancestors, different spirits that you may work with, and don't even get me started on blood magic. Like if you even incorporate that, like it just makes it even that more serious, right? And that's not to say that there's anything with blood magic because of course there's good, you know, there's two sides to a coin, right? Well, think of your spiritual vows like marriage vows. When people take marriage vows, those types of vows um, aren't, <laughs> they should not be taken lightly. Let me just say that. It's like signing a contract, whether it's physical or spiritual, it's a contract of sorts. So when you see people get divorced, right? You noticed if, I mean, of course, everyone doesn't divorce and break up and it's always going to be bad blood, right? Sometimes people just grow apart and it just happens that way and they just go on about their day. But honestly, there is a shift that happens when there's a breakup. 
Um, even if there, if whether it's a, a relationship that was broken between you and your friend, you and your wife, you and your husband, whatever, it's the same type of feeling that feeling of disconnect, that feeling of loss, that energetic, like the calling back of energy energetically, that happens too. And another thing a lot of people don't uh, necessarily think of, um, think of it this way. So for example, think of it this way. If you've ever initiated into any type of a coven or any type of spiritual initiation and during the initiation you essentially say i will do this i won't do this and then you have not just your coven leader or priestess in 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 um the room with you you don't just have them in the room with you you have your spirits their spirits deities every one in the physical and metaphysical is present with you within that moment right and it's just like if i say hey you're 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 literally promising me that you won't let's say step on my shoe ever again and you have a problem with stepping on shoes right like you have like three left feet (laughs) let's say that and then within the next couple of hours of us having this ceremony you walk past me you step on my shoes you bump me in the shoulder everything that is a literal spiritual violation not the bumping into me or stepping on my shoes i use that as a reference and as a (laughs) example but to sit there in front of your higher power their higher power your coven leader your high priestess priest whoever your spirits their spirits everyone's spirits are present when you said that you would not do this and then you did it there are consequences and repercussions for things of of that nature it really is and i think that is really important that any type of vow that you have with your not just yourself like i mentioned earlier you are a spirit as well any promises that you make to yourself whether you say hey i'm about to um I'm going to start, you know, being more disciplined. I'm going to make it a habit of taking care of myself on Fridays, or I'm going to make it a habit to read more books and blah, blah, blah. And I promise to do this with this in in front of God and and all of my spirit's ancestors. I promise it. When you start to do that, they're going to hold you to a certain standard. Okay. And when you don't live up to that standard, I don't know if you've ever felt, uh, what is the word I want to use? It's like spiritual jail, isolation. That's what it feels like. You know how when people say they went to, through the dark night of the soul and they just felt so just in a dark place? That's what it's going to feel like. It's going to be such a dark place. You, it's like you're going to be freaking 
in, in spiritual jail. You're, you're literally going to be left on red. You are going to be left to your own devices and, and shoot, depending on what it was, maybe they'll probably sit here and, and take away a lot of different things from you. You'll feel like you don't have any personal power. You don't feel like you have any powers, your birthright snatched away temporarily type of thing. Like that stuff is real. Um, I remember when, when I was a part of my group, uh, it's about two years ago now, when I first started and we had something of that nature, but, and, and granted, I've already talked about this situation, but this particular portion of it, um, I didn't really go into detail, but when you join these different things and you sign contracts, for example, the wording in the contract, it wasn't, I mean, it was, uh, how can I say this? It was worded to where I'm, I'm personally, what I, I'm personally, um, making a commitment to myself, but there was also a commitment for that too. I mean, of course it all turned out to be fraudulent anyways, but honestly, I felt what it was when that particular vow was broken. And it wasn't broken because of my own devices. I wanted to continue doing what I was doing, but at the time, financially, I could not meet those obligations, right? And I'm glad I couldn't meet those financial obligations because <laughs> it was a messy situation. Um, I don't know if you heard this or not, but Moonstone Energy has started her first online coven where she is teaching all the witches how to incorporate different witchy teachings into their practice. She's teaching topics such as domination magic, nocturnal magic and entities, esoteric Bible study, and much more. All you have to do is head over to Patreon and subscribe. Each month, there is something new to learn. You'll have access to 18 masterclasses and counting, access to live group rituals where you get to interact with other witches like yourself, enjoy in-shop perks at a discounted price, and much more. And to top it all off, these masterclasses are on your time, so there's no rush. Just head over to the Patreon link within the listen notes for more information. So at that time, I felt everything being taken away from me. I felt um, like I didn't have any personal power. I felt like I didn't have any magic, to be honest with you. I felt like I didn't have, um, I don't want to say energy, but I just felt like things were being taken away from me one by one by one. And I know what was taken away, but it's like spiritual protections of that person and all this other stuff. Like I already knew that that's what it was. And then it's like, I had to sit down with myself and I was thinking to myself, like, wait a minute, I didn't break any covenant with myself. I didn't break any covenant with my spirits. I didn't break any covenants of any of those sorts. Because one thing about me in this path, it's in my blood. <laughs> it's in you, not on you, if you know what I mean. Like this is something that does not just stop. This isn't a fad to me. This isn't a aesthetic. This is my life. 
This is my spiritual well-being. This is my spiritual health. And I take it very seriously. Even if I wasn't doing half the things that I said I'm doing, like my business and all that, I'd still be doing this. Like, this is my life. I live and I breathe this. This isn't something that just you know, just cuts off because I'm not a part of this or a part of that. Like this, I take my life seriously, my my actual life and my, my spiritual life. Like I take it very seriously. So I said to myself, I'm like, I didn't break any covenants with myself. I broke a covenant with this person because it, I mean, it, it is what it is. So it's like, I had to snap out of it because I know for a fact, I did not let my spirit down. And I did not let my spirits down. I, I, I made a vow and I stayed true to that vow. So once I realized that, that's when things started to click for me. And that's when um, I understood that it wasn't an attack that was going on from my spirits, but more so from them and what they put on you know, everyone else. But anyway... Moving forward, in my book, The Roots That Ground Us, I actually talk about this particular topic. I didn't, well, I don't really name it spiritual vows, but it's essentially what it is. So I'm just going to read to you what I have here inside of the book. Um, it's in the very beginning of the book um, in chapter one, because I feel like, or chapter two, rather, um, I feel like when we are beginning our journey of self-discovery and our journey for discovering what God means for ourselves, we typically stumble across this type of, um, this, this, this issue is a, it's a question of whether or not like, who am I? What does God mean to me? Is there a God? Uh, what do I call this force, this energy, this divine power, this divine essence? Like, what is this for me? So when you go on this journey on your own, you start to ask these different questions. And along the way, you discover that it's important to live your truth, right? So I'm just going to talk about it. So from the book, it says, living in, in your truth. If your upbringing was similar to mine, being in a traditionally Christian household wasn't easy. Whether it was due to religious trauma or codependency issues, it was difficult being who you are. Some say it comes with age or even maturity, but when you're over it, you're over it. Whichever came first for you, please understand that no one else's opinion of how you choose to show up in this world is none of their concern except yours. We miss out on great people, connections, and opportunities because we allow outsiders to dictate our reality, what our reality should look like, excuse me. I can bet you that nine times out of 10 people that are trying to confine you and dim your light wish that they were you. These people can't stand to see someone else doing better than them, nor can they stand someone who doesn't fall in line like the rest of them. These people have zero inner peace. They are on a mission to destroy you. That's when it becomes time to detach yourself. So this next bath is to assist you in moving away from your old ways of thinking, lackluster relationships that kept you bound to stagnancy and to transform you into the person you are meant to be. 
This bath is essentially a spiritual initiation into self. This bath allows you to tap into your higher powers, blessings, and allows you to become more in tune with your spiritual court. So be ready. So in the book, I have a transformation bath after that. That's what it's called. It says this bath is taken in your surrender to your divine truth and path. You will be opening yourself up to a new way of thinking so that you can gracefully transform into your highest self and live a more temperate life. So basically, inside of the book, I actually have an initiation bath for you to take. Now, even if you aren't a part of a coven, that's something you can take on your own, honestly. You don't need to be a part of a group of people in order to initiate yourself into something that has something to do with you and your spirits. That's a personal choice and that's a personal journey of your own. So I want you to take some time to think to yourself today or whenever you listen to this, how have I let myself, my spirits, and my my own personal spirit down? Have I kept my own personal spiritual vows to myself and my spirits? Have I kept those promises? Have I lived up to those expectations? Am I living up to those expectations that I set out? Because when you are working, like when you're doing spiritual work and stuff like that, it's like they, I'll tell you something. I don't know about your ancestors, but I know about mine. My ancestors and my spirits understand what my life, day-to-day life is like, excuse me. They understand what it, you know, what the things that I go through on a day-to-day basis because should I take time to talk to them, right? So it's not going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, you didn't um, do this this one day. That means you're excommunicado. No, it just means that you need to be realistic about the things that you set out to do. Like, but, <laughs> like you have to have discipline. It's all about disciplining yourself. This entire walk is about learning self-discipline, learning how to show up for self, learning how to empower self, and low and learning how to grow both personally and spiritually. That's the entire purpose of all of this is not to sit here and show and flex, hey, I'm the biggest witch in the the world. I'm the biggest this. I'm the biggest that. I got the best this and everybody needs to bow down. That, that, that does not matter. None of that matters. None of that matters. That does not build up your spiritual ashe, your essence. It does not change anything. It does not move anything. All that, you know, being boisterous and all that other extra stuff is just stupid. People that do stuff like that, honestly, they are compensating for a lack, (laughs) for the lack that they do have. So beware, right? Well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone that has subscribed. Make sure that you share this episode and 
any other of these episodes with someone that needs to hear this and anything that is pertaining to Moonstone Energy or anything that I mentioned in this show, such as The Roots That Ground Us, which is my first book. Okay. It is available on moonstoneenergy.com. All links will be in the list and notes of this podcast. And um, thank you so much. And I will see you on the internet somewhere. The next time you hear from me, let's say the next episode, you'll be one step closer to your highest self, one step closer to stepping into your divine energy and in complete flow. And so it is. Pache. Thank you.